0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe. What up? <clears throat>
1: what up? How you doing, dude? I'm feeling great. Oh, look at that sweet sweatshirt. You like that? Ooh, a sweet crew neck with Take 12 podcast printed right across the chest, emblazoned across the chest. That looks nice, dude. Yeah. It is nice. Thank you. The package finally showed up. (laughs) The eagle has landed. Just in time for our trip. That's right. Just in time for the holidays. Also, for all you Take 12 shoppers out there. You want to get your take 12 merch, head on over to take12store.com. Use the promo code take12 to take um, 5% off. (laughs) It's free shipping. Free Free shipping. shipping. (laughs) Wouldn't it be funny though if it was like take 12, but then it only was take 1% off? That wouldn't make any sense.
0: You put a slash between the one and the two, it is half off.
1: Oh, that's a pretty steep discount though. Yeah, no, don't offer half off. Okay. Okay. That's too much. Oh, buddy, Uh, I feel good seeing you. It's been a minute. The last time I saw you was uh, on the ground in Munich.
0: How you feeling?
1: I'm feeling good, dude. It's three days. Wait, no, four four days since I've been back. Because I went, we went down around through Spain, oh, through the south of France. Got a little vacay out of it, but I've been back now for like four days, and uh, I I feel like I finally know where I am. It takes a couple days. Yeah. How were you with all the jet lag? I was awesome.
0: Like first day back, no problem. Second day, third day, I was like falling asleep standing up. <laughs> like, like I got a shit, you not, man. Just like wh- where am I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I found that coming back west though was a little easier than going there because coming back you kind of all travel you at least leave on like you know for example thursday morning and then you get back like thursday evening even though it took you like 20 hours or whatever you know but going there it's like you leave on wednesday but you get there on thursday that kind of messed me up more than the coming back but you know who else it might have messed up producer katie producer katie but also that's not what i was gonna say i was she, just saying, she's so, struggling over there no i was gonna i was gonna say though it, it might have messed up our team a little bit ah, we'll get we, to that we still didn't really talk about the game yet which Start the show i think we do have to talk about so okay he well he said it so yeah go. go katie unless you had your own story you have anything go 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 he's
0: gonna come in with a story
1: later all right <laughs> If you want to run uncle, unapologetic for the jump. And no politics in this club.
0: Just work from the streets in the cliques in the mud. Best podcast for the sea Number one sports
1: clock. We got it on lab. Every episode 12, I take. Every river for Seattle, my place. I'm your host, Brad Davern. He's your co-host, Lofa Tatufu. On this episode, we finally break down the Munich game. And everything happened that are everything that happened with Tom terrific over there. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then also a few Munich memories, and more to come later on. Maybe a special episode, but more details on that in a moment. First, a word from our sponsor, Wiener Schnitzel. Lofa. I had some Wiener Schnitzel <laughs> in Germany. But not the wiener schnitzel that you guys are used to up in the, in the western Washington area. Two locations, Everett and Fife. I had wiener schnitzel that was like the pounded out pork deep fried, breaded deep fried. It was delicious. Did you uh, sample the local fare while in Germany as well? Oh,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that was. It was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I got the gout from it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's not a lot of vegetables over there
0: but it was worth it yeah. you know yeah. i knew what i was getting into yeah a and, lot
1: of uh, salty <laughs> deep fried stuff
0: but um and then they had the the mashed potatoes with like sauerkraut and some other mix mhm um that was delicious too
1: yeah the kind of german potato salad with the more kind of like a vinegary thing going on yeah it's delicious you know what else is delicious though back to our sponsor wiener schnitzel two locations everett and fife you guys can get Chili dogs, chili burgers, corn dogs. You can get it with or without the chili sauce. Also, uh, coming up for the holiday season, they do tamales at oh. Wiener Schnitzel. Uh, so get ready for tamale season up there. It's all delicious at Wiener Schnitzel. Do something different for lunch today and tell them that we sent you by mentioning the podcast and you get a free small beverage with any other purchase. Uh, Lofa, to the game, though. Uh, we lost. Uh, we were a long way from home. It was a Bucks home game. It felt like a Bucks home game. I was in the arena. It was it was it was crazy in there. Um, but yeah, the, the Seahawks uh, did not come out victorious, even though they put on a late charge. But uh, you want to just give your overall impressions?
0: Yeah, we, we looked like we were lost. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe the time travel did get to us, um, you know, no excuses. The Bucks had to play with, you know, under the same circumstances, too. Mm-hmm. Um, we were slipping on the field. They were not. Right. Other than maybe one player I think I saw from them, like, slip on a route. Uh, so it just like I said, we looked lost. And we started really slow, and that really – Change the game plan going forward. We didn't get Kenneth Walker going because it was already a fourteen nothing lead. Um, and so I understand why we had to change the game plan, but the the previous four weeks where we won four straight, it was ground and pound and then air it out. Yeah. And um, you know, we had to go straight to the air. Judo had a rough first half. Um, you know, that's a good defense and you know, they've been giving people problems, but he he responded incredibly in the second half. And even with everything that went wrong um, two to one in terms of time of possession, they completed uh 60 or 70% of their third downs. We had one conversion out of nine attempts. Those are all, you know, stats that tell the story of most wins and losses. But even with that, we only gave up 21. Yeah. Uh, we, we lost uh we had a chance at the very end to win. So like that's, that's the silver lining is as bad as we played in the first half. We fought back, and we we still had a chance to win that game.
1: Yeah, I mean, they gave up 14 in the first half. There was a busted coverage on that Julio Jones play. I don't really know what happened on that, but like that's one that you definitely want back. Um, but, you know, touchdown's a touchdown. Um, but then they only give up the seven the rest of the way, so they gave the offense a chance. Um, I, I'll say, you know, the game aside, just if we want to talk about like sort of the game day experience for a second, because being in that arena in Munich was just crazy. I mean, it, it the capacity I think was only about 67,000, mm-hmm. but the 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 way the stands were built, it was built almost like an NBA arena or a hockey arena where it's just a complete bowl with like, you know, like three different levels or something and they're right on top of the field. So, it was loud in there and the fact that it was a Bucks home game really I think played a factor in the game a little bit because the stadium had LED lighting that went all over the place, all up the walls, all up. Uh, they had a kind of a sort of a, uh, you guys saw it on TV, but like the roof kind of extended out over the, over the um, seats a little bit. And there was like LED tube lighting and all that. And everything was Buccaneers red the whole time. The video screen was Buccaneers. The announcer was the Buccaneers guy from Tampa Bay. So they were doing all their first down chants, all of their third down stuff. The... Uh, when they did the uh, hide the football, it was under Bucks helmets. I mean, it was a Bucks home game, and every time the Seahawks fans inside the arena tried to get a 12s chant going or a Seahawks or something like that, they the PA guy would just come on immediately. They would start bumping some music, or I mean, they knew what to do to make that a Bucks home game. And I, I think I think it played a factor. I think the Seahawks uh, players expected. Because of what we were seeing on the ground in Munich with all the, the 12s mm. everywhere, the, a lot of reports were that like, 12s were outnumbering Buccaneers fans 3-1. to one. So I think even the players were like, okay, this is going to be a pretty you know, divided crowd. And it was, but you couldn't really hear the 12s in the arena, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, maybe that was just from my seat. People can back us up, email, let me know what they think about their experience in there. But that's kind of, I mean, the beers were big, though, and that was fun. Um, the crowd was into it there were a lot of European fans there so they were like really into it and cheering loud all the singing that you saw all the videos you saw yeah that was cool all that stuff was really really cool Um, and and when the Seahawks mounted that comeback at the end they all got real nervous in there real quiet you know I think we all thought it was really gonna happen too didn't you kind of I mean you were watching from the Seahawks bar shout out to the Seahawks by the way yeah for taking over a a beer a beer hall in Germany and really doing a magnificent job of putting on some cool programming and all that but Lofa you were back at the bar I mean did you think we were gonna win that game at a certain point
0: yeah and just to your point the atmosphere at the bar was insane was it um every all thirty two organizations were represented but with a jersey or merchandise mm-hmm. it was incredible they love football over there man yeah um so but yeah as soon as that second half happened and we, we go down and we score, like it's just like you could feel the momentum, you know, swinging back in our favor yep. and you could, you could see it, you know, people in the crowd getting a little more tense, like, oh, here come the Seahawks, like, you know, like we know them to do it. So, um, and, yeah, I didn't have any reservations. I thought I was like, yeah, we're going to win this. Like, we got this. Uh, defense stepped up, offense got to go, and Geno played, you know, Damn near lights out in that second
1: half. He did. Um, well, let, well so. we got to talk about the first half, though, because that was the, you know, a lot of talk from Seahawks fans, of course, was like, uh, you know, some people, oh, cool, Here, here's what we expect. And, you know, here's the Geno we were all worried about or whatever in the first half, right? And, I, you know, there were some times, like, where it looked like he might have been able to run for a first down or, you know, and and he just wasn't the Geno we were used to seeing. But I, I, I'm, I'm guessing that what you're going to tell me is based off what you saw in the second half, we should all, you know, relax and calm down and we'll be okay moving forward.
0: Yeah. No, there's some uncharacteristic uh, plays. You know, the, that one he rolled out to the right. and You know, from the screen, I wasn't at the field. You were, and mm-hmm. I think that's the one you're talking about. It's like a third and five or something, and um, he tried to force it into double coverage and lock it when he could have just probably yeah. taken that sideline. He did have someone chasing, so I didn't know. couldn't really tell you know how close that guy was to him but yeah that's one that I know he wants back there's a couple throws but the fumble I mean the that fumble, was the yeah. biggest you know we're going down we're gonna make it 14 7 or at least 14 3 and we come away with nothing there and that was really you know the the, 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 t- the toughest play yeah
1: well okay that some bad stuff I do I, I want to say though that throw uh to Goodwin
0: Oh my God! I mean, on fourth,
1: four, fourth and one, I think. On the, yeah, fourth and whatever it was. He ripped that thing, and from from our perspective, we were sitting on the end zone uh, that it wasn't happening at, so we had a behind mm-hmm. the play view of that. And when he let it go, Goodwin was not open. And no. he, the last like three steps, he just got some. I mean that that throw and that catch. It was shades of uh, you know Lockett in the corner with Russ all those times. You know, I mean that that was a that was a sick throw and catch
0: unbelievable throw and, yeah. and as crazy as good as that throw was because there was no separation on that route the catch was even better <laughs> yeah that's what was so wild it was like wow like and you know such a big play in a crucial moment yeah um but yeah that's you know that's who who we really are we and make those plays and that that's what we haven't done in the year, last, last couple of years is you know make these plays you know in game defining moments
1: right uh, at a certain point sitting there watching the game unfold especially during the comeback I thought okay if we win this game, this team's gonna go really far because that's the kind of game that if you come back and win, especially after what happened in the first half, that like, you know, that it's just you have to have magical things happen throughout the regular season that sort of like inform the playoffs sometimes. And that was one of those. Mm-hmm. I was just getting this like tingly feeling, like okay, if we if we're able to pull this off, this team is like Super Bowl bound or something. I don't know. My 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 f- brain was just telling me that.
0: No, I know what you're saying. Like my rookie year, oh five, yeah, when we, you know, went the distance and almost tied the, uh, the giants, you know, where the 12s played such a big factor, right, right. all the false starts, you know, I think there was three missed field goals, uh, one in the fourth quarter, and then in the overtime. And so, uh, and then Josh Brown put it away for us. And like, right there, we, we knew just like you're saying, like the team kind of just takes that identity on like, Hey, it doesn't matter who, right. where, when, right. You know, we're going to get it done. And, um, and so, but you know, I, I, they fought hard, and you know, going into the bye, it, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. But I know they're going to be ready to play, especially coming home, and um, and finish the season strong. All of Pete Carroll's teams have finished their season strong, so um, that's something to you know look forward to. Is that this team's only going to get better?
1: Well, the other thing I thought was it's going to be fun when these two teams square off again. I mean, there's a chance we see yeah. them in the playoffs, and I mean. It's I mean, it just builds for some good drama in the playoffs When, because when, I think, you know, you might have to go through them to get there, and the Seahawks, yeah. we think, you know, the way we're playing, we should be in, so we'll see what happens, right? Very true.
0: Yeah. yeah. Look forward to a rematch.
1: Um, how about uh, the defense? I mean, shout out to the defense, you know. Like, they they did their thing, especially in the second half. Um, who stood out for you and, uh Yeah. Give me a word. I mean, oh, well, and then we got to talk about the Tariq, <laughs> the Tariq Woolen <laughs> on Tom Brady uh, interception. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah, I think the, the most alarming thing was in weeks past, we've, you know, everyone said we've shut down the run. And it really, that really hadn't been the case, other than maybe the exception of the Cardinal game, who, you know, they did try to run it, not just with Kyler, but also the running backs. Everybody else has gone straight away from the run. When we started the season giving up, almost 180 yards on the ground the first like each of the first three or four weeks and so I was always wondering you know when someone just tests us how we'll stand up and um and you know we they ran it 40 times or 43 times they hadn't ran it more than 20 times I think in the month of uh October Mm -hmm. so it was something that we had to I think even we put Monet down um he was a a healthy scratch Mm -hmm. um you know for for the game because we thought they were going to air it out just like when tom threw 58 times against the Rams. so uh i think that caught us by surprise um you know we we did end up showing up the run you know it was just what i watched you know as a gap integrity just you know stay in your gap own your gap and like a, a couple couple runs started to break and then you know guys just like you start getting nosy and like you know, trying to do more than you need to do, just do your job.
1: Yeah.
0: So, um, but coverage was was pretty good. Um, we 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 tested. You know, we battled those guys, and uh, they tested us. And and then, um, yeah, we can get to the play you want to talk about because uh, it was. I mean, we we uh, well, Katie was there. We, we were calling it from the bar well, because of how how far Tyreek left him open the yeah. first
1: time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I I just like. Everything is going great for them, you know. They're they're just doing anything they want to do. And when he wound up to throw that ball live in the arena, I mean, even Bucks fans were like, "No." Oh. <laughs> <coughs> I'm uh, oh, sorry. I'm just I'm laughing and coughing at the same time. I can't. Um, it just it was like um, it was like the play was in slow motion. I mean, Tom can't run anyway. Uh, uh, even when he's got a clear path, let alone with you know a 21 year old Tariq Woolen on him. I mean, what what were they thinking? And then Tom tries it. To, now Tom can claim slipping on this play also because he he kind of tries to play it and come back for the ball, but it doesn't go well.
0: Yeah, yeah. He, you know, at least I did like that he came back for the ball. You know, <laughs> young young receivers, pay attention because like if if the old man can do it, you can do it too and try <laughs> yeah. to get an interference, but. If you got Tariq the freak woman on you, you're not going to win that battle. Dude, don't care who you are? He and tried so, to
1: try to come back at high point the ball, maybe. Yeah,
0: yeah. and he just slipped, and then and then I don't know. I don't know if it was really a trip, but I know if if Tariq comes down clean, no one on that field is catching him. No, I, I just wanted to see his speed one time, just like all out eighty yards. I wanted to see that four two eight or whatever he ran at the combine, and just in all its glory, just.
1: I think. That. I think that the trip is the part of the play that is getting underplayed the most, but it is the part yeah. of the play that maybe should have most of the spotlight shown on it. Because for me, as a registered Tom Brady hater, and I'll just put that out there, like I, I just, I'm a full blown hater, okay? <laughs> but that trip to me sums up everything you need to know about Tom Brady. It's just, like, go back and watch it. It's an intentional... He scissors him. Not since uh, Johnny from Cobra Kai Dojo have I seen someone sweep the leg like that. And it is the most... It is the most Tom Brady move of all time to go Johnny from Cobra Kai Dojo on somebody. He looks like Johnny, doesn't he? He's like, he looks like every a hole quarterback from every 90s movie ever already, anyway. And that's exactly what they would do is stick out their snot nosed little heel and try to trip the superior athlete who, you know. Didn't
0: you play quarterback?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Who, what? Me? Didn't you play a quarterback? Uh, did I play a quarterback? Jake Rosati. No, a, Jake, Oh. Excuse me. Jake played soccer. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: tell everybody you played quarterback.
1: Now.
0: <laughs> oh, that. my goodness. Um, hey, but some would just yeah. call that being the ultimate competitor. No, no, no. You no, got bro. him down by any means <laughs> necessary.
1: They should have thrown him out of the game. Kick him off the tour, <laughs> dog. <laughs> <laughs> Send him out of here. I mean, well, it, he did get an unsportsmanlike for it, right? Is Does yeah, tripping go down as unsportsmanlike? Yeah, I think there was okay. a penalty for it. Well, then he should have got a second unsportsmanlike conduct and been thrown out of the game later when he himself was irate at the officials demanding that they measure a football. And I don't – did they show this on TV back at the bar? I don't remember. I, Tom Brady – Somewhere in the, they're driving or whatever, they get close to a first down, it's like a third down, they, they leave it short, and it was clearly short. Like, you could see where they put the ball down, was clearly short. He goes over, just starts berating the official and pointing and waving his arms, and I'm Tom Brady, you're going to measure it whether you like it or not. And basically, they got a whole free timeout out of it. The officials come running over, they blow the whistle. I mean, the coach isn't there yelling for it. Tom Brady's yelling for it. Hmm. Lofa, is the quarterback allowed to ask for a measurement?
0: Um, I think anybody can ask for a measurement. Does it get done? I don't know. How many times have you get ever get seen done. it
1: get done? I,
0: not too often. Huh? All right. Wait, did it get done? I don't remember yeah. this.
1: Yeah, they yeah. brought out the chain crew and everything. and Because I, I remember I was sitting in the stands going, why is there – why, why is the clock stopped? Why the clock should be moving? It was it was either it was either at the end of the first half or I don't remember, but I, I just remember sitting there thinking the mm. clock should be moving. There's no timeouts come off the board. Why is there the game not going on? And it was it wasn't while they were bringing the chain crew out either. I would recognize that immediately. What I saw was mm. nothing happening. And then out of the corner of my eye, I see Tom Brady screaming at the official, and that, <laughs> that's why nothing's happening because he's. Taking the time to... I mean, this is ridiculous. Um,
0: I, I missed that one. Yeah. The Steins were flowing yeah, on the Steiner Steinhouse. Right.
1: Well, that should have been his second unsportsmanlike, but that would be wishful thinking. Anywho, then Tom Brady did what Tom Brady does, which is you give him the ball back, even though we had three timeouts, and I think we gave him the ball back with what? Like three and a half minutes, four minutes three and left? Three change, I think, yeah. So, you know, you go out there and stop him, you definitely have a chance to do something, but he did what he does, and... He gets the first downs and he salts the game away, and I think that's why it'll be fun to knock him out of the playoffs later.
0: Well, we both got to get there, but yes, Brett, right. I agree. Good.
1: Let's talk about Bet Online, BetOnline.ag. They've been here the go. entire time. Use our promo code
0: Believe Fifty B L E
1: A V Five Zero. To get a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit at Bet Online, you can wager on anything from the world of sports, uh, and then also they have a twenty-four-seven online casino that never closes. Um, hey, fifty well, percent—that's uh, half off. <laughs> no, it's half extra. We're- We're not
0: totally full of shit. We got half off for you somewhere in here.
1: Half extra, man. I mean, uh, what else you got to go over here? Uh, We talked about the game, but um, our our Munich experience, what I want to do is I want to get the other five guys who were there with us uh, because shout out to Hawthorne and Matt McCoy and Sean Locklear and KJ. Oh, and Leroy Hill. There we go. (laughs) Every time I leave one of them out. (coughs) Anyway. Uh, shout out to those guys for coming with us on the trip because it was awesome. It was epic. And shout out to everybody who uh, purchased our ticket packages and things and um, came along with us. It was, it was a lot of fun, man. And like I would do it again. I, I the 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 cards and the Niners are playing in Mexico City tonight, and I was like, oh man, I wish I was going on that trip. Like I'm just anxious to travel again. It was, it was a blast.
0: Man, the 12s took over. Yeah, they did. Um, just like and you said, three to one. I mean, I heard I heard it was like more like 10 to one mm. or or even more. There was um, they said there was two tour buses, two tour guides that they had double decker buses and 400 Seahawk fans showed up for it. Twelve, four wow. hundred 400 of them sold out. And they said the Bucks had two buses and 10 or 12 people showed up for wow. theirs. Wow. So, wow. Um, but yeah, we felt the love out there. I mean, people the, we, the 12s traveled. Just like we did. Yeah. You know, I met people from all over the state of Washington and um, and then just even people from Germany that that just loved the Hawks. And so it was a, it was a great time, man. I've I've never been across the pond. My first trip to Europe. I would definitely go back. Yeah. Um and it does. I got the travel bug. I want to I want to travel more now.
1: Hell yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. I I second that for sure. Uh, we are out of time, everybody. Thanks for listening. To the Take 12 podcast uh, Shout out to our sponsors EpicSeats.com uh, Use promo code Take12 for an extra 12% When selling uh, your tickets No, an extra $12 per ticket When selling and you get 12% Off when you spend 100 at EpicSeats.com Shout out to Simply Seattle, shout out to BetOnline.ag And Schnitzel two locations Everett and Fife, mention Take 12 For a free small soda with any other purchase. Uh, Our merch store is open. Our Patreon is going strong. Some people have asked how they get video versions of this show, Lofa. You can get full video episodes of this show on Patreon. It's barely more than a dollar a week. It's like 30 cents a day. Helps us keep the lights on over here. Also, uh, if we connect with the other guys that were on the Germany trip on a video call, maybe we'll put up a special roundtable recap. Definitely. yeah. Did I get it all? Yeah, that's it for us. Hands in the middle, everybody. We'll be back later in the week to break down the upcoming matchup with the Raiders, but for now, we're out of here. Lofa had a birthday. (laughs) So happy birthday, Lofa, on three. (laughs) Happy birthday, Lofa, on me. Happy. One, two, come on, how long have we been doing this? Come on, Katie. Lock it up. One, two, three, happy birthday, Lofa!
0: I'm a man, I'm 40. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Believe.